That was so good, by the way. Like, <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> Should be I'm like just... a motivational like speaker or something. <laughs> That's mad. See, <laughs> that involves the speaking in public that true, I'm, true. you know, working yeah. through. Um, but maybe one of these days, because I feel like I've got gems. I just look at things through a very like. I feel like though in life there are like fundamentals, right? Mm. And everything, if everything goes back down to a core and fundamental that you truly believe, then it's actually a lot more simple than you feel it is. And if it's complicated and it feels like it's hard, then it probably means that you've added other things onto it that you don't actually need. And so that's just how I look at most things. Helps Mm. with anxiety too, because if you're feeling a lot of feelings, then you can just break it down and be like, okay, but what is the core feeling? And then you notice that all of the other things are just extras right. for me, at least. But, that yeah. makes a lot of sense there. Hi guys, welcome back to the How Great Is That Art podcast, the most wholesome podcast in the Northwest. Uh, more wholesome than your favorite American family movie starring a dog that can talk, like Kamali and me. Um, can't think of any others. I was going to say Stuart Little, but that's a rat. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, today we're going to be talking about poetry, how to perform poetry, how to write poetry, and I had to bring on the best poet I know, poetress. Sorry, poetress. Oh. No, I go, uh, I go by poet. I've actually never read <laughs> my poet dress before. <laughs> cool. It's because you had it in your Instagram, so I was like... Oh, poetess. Okay. Oh, poetess. I wrote poetess. Yeah, yeah. Poetess. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm joined here by... With Rihanna. Um, also goes as rare saint. Um, which one do you prefer, Rihanna or...? Uh, for the purposes of poetry, rare saint. Okay, I'll call you Rhea Saint. You aren't meant to know my name's Rihanna. Oh, Rhea Saint. It's not Rihanna. Forget <laughs> that. Who's Rihanna? I, I don't even know. In fact, I think I've heard of her. Maybe she's pregnant right now. I yeah, don't. I it's think not she me. Not. Yeah. 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 It's not. It's not Rihanna. It's not that Rihanna. It's yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, how are you today, Rhea? I'm really good, thank you. I'm feeling very nice. Happy to be here. Grateful that you've even asked me on, so thank you very much, Joshua. My favourite artist. Oh, thanks. Just to put that out there, I'm a very big fan of yours. So yeah, I'm good. How are you feeling? I'm feeling all right, yeah. I'm feeling good. Um, Excited for this conversation. Because I I delved a a little bit into poetry when I was younger. That was like... I was actually going to be a poet when I was younger. It was Ooh. like poet, then an author. And then I realised writing books takes too long. So, And I realised I could draw. So I was like, let me just be an artist. So, mm. yeah, That's interesting. Is it because like art is more full, like satisfying to create because you can kind of create it automatically and you get your creative fix? Yeah, yeah. I still like write poetry from time to time, but like not to perform like I just write in my notes and stuff like when I get an idea in my head but I guess with art it's just I find I like the aspect of like visual like 
something visual that I can just put on a page and people can be like whoa or it makes people think like mm-hmm. just one picture can do that like it can yeah. it's like it's a simplified version of poetry like it's just in visual form no I love that I really really do you know like a picture has a thousand words exactly exactly it's very true I think that's something I really love as well and I'm so sad that I don't know how to draw because (laughs) I feel like it's a bit of like a I don't know oh it's just very frustrating because I have things that I want to draw but then I I just my hand doesn't let them come out (laughs) yeah I think it's just the learning because I think you're already an artist because you have the artist like mindset so I think it's just like learning how to actually draw and then you can put two and two together and then just do it because there's people that can draw right and then there's artists Mm. so um I think when artists learns how to draw that's when like you get like art Mm, you think I can learn yeah definitely 100% hmm. okay. <laughs> coming from you I might give it a go I textbook and I tried to draw some things and they just look so bad like, can I show you and yes, ask you what you think they are it's very um okay it's really really faint can you even see it? What's that? Um, it's either, I feel like, it could be three things, I feel like. It's either one, the back of someone's head, two, <laughs> a palm tree, or three, like a spider or something. It was um some leaves. Okay, I, I got kind of close to the palm <laughs> tree. So... <laughs> Yeah, it was leaves. Um, what's what's this? Uh, that's a leaf. I can tell. Yeah, that's, that's a holly. Yeah, it's like curved. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, you can vaguely make out what things are. So I'm on the right track. <laughs> yeah, you. Can... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not it's, quite it's on your track, but I'm on a track, which is still a track. So. <laughs> But yeah, it, it just takes time, really. Like, yeah, just keep doing what you're doing. Just practice, and then eventually you'll get to where you want to be. So, that's good advice. I'm gonna try because I, I really, I want to be able to create images for my art. Because I, I've been thinking recently. I want to make a zine. Mm. and I want to have like art in the zine and obviously I'm not going to be the only contributor to, to a zine because then it wouldn't be a zine yeah um but I want to be able to draw things in there that I feel to go along with my own poetry because I want to make a poetry book and I'm I've I, I just I want to do things <laughs> I just I just feel like the hand it it doth write words but it doth not write images like help me write lots of images and all of the things I don't know one day yeah you should do it I want to make a coloring book one day oh you definitely should do that (laughs) okay I'll I'll make the coloring book when you make your zine okay cool well I will hopefully be making the zine very soon oh gosh (laughs) (laughs) hopefully 
okay, I'm gonna do well, call outs for the zines quite soon because um I just want to do it. So yeah, yeah, just do it. Yeah, go and get the zine when it comes out, everyone. Yay, scat scat. Might read <laughs> it. I might bring you back on to read the zine. Oh, okay. That's even more motivation for me to actually get it. Done. <laughs> I get so many ideas and then I'm like, oh, I should do that. Oh, I should do this. And then like, where are the things? Yeah, that's that's like me as well. Ugh. Yeah. It's like, uh, what's that? The tumbleweed and you can hear the wind going, whoo. That's where they are. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard wind sound like that before, but. <laughs> it's very different from wind. It's a sad wind. <laughs> it's a you hurry, you should hurry up and do this and actually crack on with these things type of wind. Oh yeah, so I different, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how did you actually get into poetry? Like, where did it all start? Um, I started writing poetry when I was a child. Like, as soon as I could write, I was just writing different things. Um, like, I oh, I found the other day a book that I wrote in in primary school, like through to high school, and it's really cute, and it's got like frogs on the front. <laughs> in fact, it's in this little box next to me, but um, yeah, and it's got like poems that I was writing when I was like eight, nine, ten, um, and I just wrote because it was a fun, creative thing to do, but also because <clears throat> I had a lot of just feelings mm. that I didn't know what to do with, and so that's kind of why I started writing because reading through that book was actually really emotional <clears throat> because I'm like raw like you had a lot of feelings and you were like a child but right. I guess it's always been my way of understanding the things that I'm experiencing because what happens for me when I write is I gain a lot of clarity like I take a lot of pauses when I'm writing and when I'm pausing I'm feeling and then thinking about what that feeling is and then writing through it and so yeah that's kind of just always been a part of the way that I process information that's and really still is so yeah yeah I, I kind of resonated with that a little bit because in the same way like I kind of do that sometimes I just write to like clear my head and stuff like that where it's like ideas or like um I usually draw when, like, I want my head to be clear. So, mm. like, in the middle of the night, sometimes I'll just draw. And then, like, when I have an idea in my head, I can't, like, think straight. You can't not sleep. do it. Yeah, until, yeah. I, until it's done. So I just do it all, like, in one go. So no, I kind of, same. yeah, I understand that. Yeah, uh, exactly the same. But when, so when would you say is, like, so, like, do you know when you're a child, like, everyone writes kind of similar poetry, like, it's usually a similar rhyme scheme, like, um, I like beans on toast, um, I eat that the most, like, it's like, the first stanza, the second stanza, like, when did that change from that kind of style to, like, I'll say more of a spoken word kind of, like, form, like, it's not really a tight rhyme scheme it's just mm. more feeling I don't I don't know and honestly I don't it's a really weird question because I don't know if it ever has changed per se because I don't know if I ever did write like that as a kid really? like oh. yeah like I, I would 
and this is the thing, and my memory is so bad, and I can actually barely remember my childhood <laughs> trauma. But um, like, I don't think I ever did really write like that. Like looking at the poems in my little book. In fact, it's literally right next to me, so I'm gonna get it out if it's not too noisy. But I don't think I ever did really write like that ever. Okay, so this is the book. Oh, <laughs> it's got a broken key padlock on it because yeah I probably lost it like I lose everything um yeah there's like no rhyme scheme wow that's actually that's amazing because like I don't know well I can't say I don't know anyone because like I'm sure there's someone out there but for a child to write like that that's quite like that's that's not normal not in Mm. a bad way yeah no I get what you mean like there's not a rhyme scheme but there are patterns Mm. like (laughs) I don't even want to read this because it's embarrassing but um (laughs) but there's like a sentence and it ends with you can cry and then the next sentence ends with so you can and then the sentence after that ends with you can cry so there's like there are patterns but like there aren't it's not necessarily rhyming wow like it's yeah I don't know I think because I've got like a very scattered brain I don't necessarily need things to feel like oh this you know I've just noticed I never really felt like I needed things to flow into each other at so to speak and my writing was kind of like bitty and scattered Mm. but in the last year two two years I've been more inspired by other poets and like the the way that there's like actual like flow because I feel like what I do quite well is I I'm able to express my feelings but with necessarily like specific rhyming techniques or like use of metaphor and things like that like actual poetic techniques is something that I've actively tried to like introduced more in my work in the last two years so it's kind of like I guess a backwards approach it was Mm. kind of all over the place and now I'm like ah but if I do this or I feel like I like this more or when I'm listening to poetry this is the thing that makes me feel a certain type of way I can do those things too and kind of yeah incorporating it in that way which has genuinely been an actual conscious decision because I'm hearing so much beautiful poetry these days and I'm like ah what's that okay that's what a metaphor is because I've had to like relearn (laughs) yeah things yeah so like um hmm. so like you mentioned about uh like people that inspire you so who would you say inspires you now like in terms of poetry Okay. (laughs) I went to an event called Poetics, Poetics Open Mic. Um, Really, really good event if anyone um, is ever in London and they want to listen to some poetry. It's a very beautiful event. And um, I was one of the like guest poets and another one of the guest poets that night was a gentleman called Simon, Simon J. Keenan. And when I tell you that I was captivated 
mesmerized, almost in a trance-like state, listening to this man's poetry. It was so beautiful, so flowy, so rhythmic, but also so powerful because, um, and without trying to sound too judgmental, I think some poets are able to throw in punchlines and rhymes, mm. but like you don't get the feeling. It's just like, cool, you've got a strong delivery and you've thrown in some things that are a little bit entertaining, but like, do you feel it? And what Simon does really well is everything. <laughs> Basically, like, yeah. So if anyone wants to listen to Simon, you can check out his poetry on sjk underscore poetry on Instagram. Phenomenal poet, incredibly inspired by Simon. Um, and Lay Speaks. This guy's pen. This guy's <laughs> pen. Oh my God. It's like rap, but not because it's obviously poetry and spoken word. And his mm. use of metaphor is so powerful. I don't, I, I don't even know. Like, I think you just need to like listen to Lay to even. Yeah, I'm going to, I like stuff like that. So I'm going to. Yeah. Like, oh God, Lay is, Lay is just phenomenal. Just phenomenal. Um, and the way that Lay inspires me is just that his use of imagery listening to Lay, I was just like, yeah, like you can have punchlines and stuff and use them in a way that create images. And those images also guide into the feeling that you're creating and it can all work. And this is what I mean by like in the last two years, I've become more like aware of how I write and the things I can use. It's not like when I'm writing, I'm like, okay, throw in a punchline. Oh, okay. Throw in a metaphor. It's just now that I've become aware of the ways that other people use poetry I'm more I, I feel into that more and when I'm writing because I'm aware of these new things they kind of just flow through right. um yeah but lay lay speaks on instagram l-e-y um just great and yeah and jada <laughs> jada uh who goes by 98 jada um on insta Oh my God, as in J-A-Y-D-A. Who? This, wow. This girl is one of the most phenomenal poets I've ever heard in my life. Like, I feel like I've been really blessed in the last two years to just like find some incredible poets from being on the poetry scene more. Cause I was in um, Barcelona living there for like a year and a half and I just wasn't wow. down here. Yeah, and so like the poetry scene, I was kind of going to events before I moved in 2018, but like I'd only been going to poetry events for like a year. And it was only one poetry event that I was going to, Flow Vortex, beautiful event. Um, and I'd only been there like a number of times, so I didn't really get to like come into contact, if you will, with like loads of poets. But in the past few years, I've been really, really blessed, like just hearing some incredible talent and Jada I wish I had the words even for just how good Jada is how effective her poetry is how she oh man I I okay here's the thing about me right I I'm a poet but then when yeah. it comes to actually speaking sometimes I really just don't even have the words because it's just so many confusing feelings and that's probably why I write poetry because I just 
struggle to like speak generally right. but jada simon lay speaks yeah wow <laughs> shout out to them shout out to jada simon uh lay speaks wow yeah they're just so good Remember do yourself a favor guys and listen to their stuff yeah I'll, I'll definitely be checking them out um so what would you say is the difference between like performing or like reading a poem and like reading or performing like a monologue mm. there really isn't much of a difference you know because you need to feel it and you need to make people feel it too and so in a way you are acting mm. um because in a monologue just like with poetry there are certain lines that are there to make you feel a sense of sadness or help make you feel the happiness that the writer is trying to express and you need to do that when you're reading a monologue or whether you're reading poetry um so it is just like a form of acting but you're not consciously acting you're more just like feeling because you've written those words and you feel those words the feeling naturally does just come through um, unless you are a very nervous speaker then it's just like nerves coming through but once you push past the nerves and you can (laughs) feel through the feelings and other people will feel it too but yeah I guess it's just like acting but without the conscious awareness to be be a performer you're just feeling through yeah so would you say like acting helps like say if I'm not very confident speaker but like I write really well and then let's say I learn how to act so I can act out my poem rather than trying to read it like as me it's like if I have like a separate alias like I'm acting like I'm someone else like it's not me Mm -hmm. even though it's me writing it would you say that helps oh definitely 100% like I said before we started filming I'm gonna start doing like acting classes because working on my confidence is something that I do want to work on but I've been performing like properly other than like one open mic a few years ago you know like actually performing and finally getting booked for gigs and stuff in the past like six months and when I first started last year July was when I said to myself I would like to take poetry seriously and I went to an open mic and I was like I had to gear myself up even to do the open mic because I was so nervous and to get from there to where I am now which is like much more confident a little bit more comfortable but still with a lot of work to go so one of the things that I have done is just imagine myself as the performer I want to be It sounds really cheesy, but it actually really does help. Like, imagine how you want to perform this poem and then just start embodying that. Um, Standing in front of the mirror with what's called a power pose, but basically like a stance that makes you feel more confident. Um, Notice the way that your body looks. How do you feel when your body is like, if you you start your poem and you're looking at yourself in in the mirror and you're like hunched over, just really deep how you look and how that makes you feel and why and like how that makes you feel but how are you feeling in general that's making you stand like that because the chances are you're 
feeling self-critical, you're worried about what other people are going to be thinking about you, and you're not focused on just feeling through your work and being a performer. If your focus is elsewhere and it's not on what you have to do, then you're not going to feel your best or do your best. You just need to kind of like keep that streamlined focus on, okay, now I'm doing a thing here and the thing is being a performer that I would want to see, what does that look like? How do they move? How do they speak? How do I make this person feel this? And then just keep practicing that in your mirror until you actually feel a bit more comfortable. And it's awkward, but it does help. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like a lot of like creatives do that. Like they sort of kind of separate themselves from the art like and they create like a persona to go around like mm-hmm. s- especially in music like people would wear like masks or they'd use different names that like t- from their own name um mm. a lot of artists do that um and I feel like it just helps even though it's you and the art you're making is you it just helps when it's like you're performing. I don't know how to explain it, but it, like it helps when you create something else that's not you. So it's like you can push yeah. all your mm-hmm. like. <laughs> I, I can't explain it. Well, I know what you mean because yeah. I I, um, I listened to this podcast called On Purpose by Jay Shetty, and he was talking about that exact thing. Hmm. And it's 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 about like oh, what was how did he describe it about like superheroes and becoming your own superhero because when you like even when like for for there was like the study done where um what was it like people were asked to uh do something but they were asked to do it like a doctor would do it and the people that weren't asked to do it like a doctor would do it didn't really do it as well um and the people who were asked to to do it like how a doctor would do it they did it really well because they were like well I'm a doctor I can't let these people suffer I can't let these people die and so it's like just saying to yourself like no I am this thing I have to be this thing because this person wouldn't do that it's like you're tricking your mind into being another thing and playing a role because in a way like we're all kids like you never stop being a kid and when a kid is like playing make-believe they're not playing make-believe they really are doing the things like they really are whipping up hamburgers with that mud like they're really doing that they really (laughs) believe that they are there isn't like a separation so you just have to say no I am and so I will do and you trick your brain into that because the brain doesn't know the difference between reality and like what's like false and reality it really doesn't know the difference you just have to tell yourself a thing and your brain goes okay cool that's what that is right yeah yeah because I realize I do that a lot even though I use like my real name for everything I realized that um me in like art mode is a lot more exciting than just like regular me like I would just chill all day but my art it like it's very like exciting I guess I don't want to I don't like it is exciting it is exciting up, like, <laughs> okay like, let me big you up you are it's very <laughs> exciting I love to look at it it's so colorful it's just so fun it makes you feel things like <laughs> sprinkle the pepper like yeah but like 
me in general, I just like I am a happy person, but I like like my favorite colors like gray and blue. Like I just like chilling. I'm a very chill person, but my art is very like bright and stuff like that. So it's like I'm two different people, but it's it's they're both mm-hmm. me. It's just a different part of me. Mm-hmm. It's different parts that you channel. Yeah. And then you found a channel to express another part of you, which is beautiful. Okay, yeah. so um, we're going to get more into, like, poetry and, like, the techniques and stuff. So what would you say are some, like, common techniques that you use or, like, that you just naturally come up with when you're writing poetry? Mm. When you say techniques, how do you mean? So, like, um, maybe, like, pace or, like, do you know when you pause? Ah, like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Tone, I stuff like that. Cool. That's, I actually was writing a poem the other day and knowing that we were going to have this chat, yes. I was, like, trying to be consciously aware of how I was writing the poem. Um, And I wrote down something, okay, that I, right. I read over once I've finished a line. Okay, yeah, cool. I'm like, should I just read it? All right, cool. So I thought I that was part over. of the poem. <laughs> like, no. Are we getting exclusive? <laughs> exclusive? No, no, no. I could read that for you if you want, but this is just what I wrote. As I was writing, I noticed that what I do is I read over a line. If I get stuck, I will just read over what I've just written as if I'm like performing the poem or just even just to feel through it. And then I... It gives me the opportunity. Okay, let me read it because you know how I said like words and yeah. like thoughts? <laughs> like it really does help for me to write things down. So I read over once I finish the line and this helps me to revisit what's there and think about what I feel in relation to what's already there instead of fidgeting on the last line. Um, and, and that's kind of like, if the next line hasn't come to me, mm-hmm. then I'm not going to sit there and just be like, Oh, okay, so what 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 can come next? What do I write next? I kind of just will read over it and feel it. And then if something else comes to me in relation to the last line or it makes me think about something new, then the next line that I write is about the new thought that I've had or how I feel about what I've just read. So in a way that it helps the poem to flow a little bit more because my thoughts are flowing because it's in relation to what I've just read. And so what I write next is in relation to what I've just read, either it's directly related or it's something that I've felt next. And so it, it kind of takes you on like a, a journey, if you will. Um, yeah. And then what else do I, do I do? I did write some other notes because when I'm writing, I'm, I'm not consciously aware <laughs> of what I'm doing. So I've, I really did try to sit and do homework with myself. <laughs> in order to have anything to say but um I feel like you use pace quite uh what's the word intelligently I think you do how do you mean so um I think it was your what was it called it was like the complicated breakup poem one ah yeah yeah so like those parts where you slow down and then those other parts where like you sped up and I've I feel like you use pace quite, like, 
well in that one to like you knew when to slow down well Uh, obviously it was natural but like it felt mm -hmm. thank you yeah so that's not necessarily like a a writing thing that's more like a a post post writing thing so because I read while I'm writing I get a feel for how I want to read it as I'm writing it and so there are places that I feel to slow down or speed up or if I'm saying like the next sentence is words that kind of go together like the sound is or something like that then I'm like okay maybe I'll speed that up because it feels nicer to say like that um but yeah that's more like a post writing thing just like feeling through and reading your words and then where do you feel like you just want to like I don't know it's a, it's a lot to do with feeling and it's really difficult to encompass and so maybe I should sit with that a little bit more yeah. dissect that but it's a lot to do with yeah just feeling um but that's a post-op type of situation right, right. <laughs> um but yeah <laughs> it's so funny because I'm reading these notes that I've wrote and how many times am I going to say the word feeling it's in every sentence <laughs> Because I truly do believe that poetry is about feeling. It's not about punchlines and like any of that stuff. Those add to the poem. But if you can't make someone feel something or you're not feeling it while you write it, it really shows. Mm. And that for me is the only reason I read or write poetry or listen to it. I'm, I'm not really tickled by things that are impressive. Like there are some poets out there that like they've got really good delivery and like you can tell that there's good punchlines in there and they're they're really saying it with so much conviction but I haven't felt anything and I actually don't know what you're speaking about Mm. like you list you finish the poem and you're actually you haven't taken anything from it because it was impressive but what did you feel and that that's probably why I've written the word feeling in absolutely every sentence here but I've written find what you enjoy in poetry and feel feel into it not copying it which is what I was kind of saying earlier like listen to poetry and find what you actually enjoy listening to because then you'll find styles that work for you because there's a million styles of poetry out there but you're only going to feel a few of them because those are the ones that resonate with you and if they resonate with you then that's where your heart is and if that's where your heart is then that's where you can write from um, so yeah find what you actually enjoy feel into it and then let that feeling come through as you write you don't even need to be consciously aware of it once you feel something it does just flow through you um, and another <laughs> another word, sentence was just bare words of feeling feel into the feeling and not the frills which is again what I was saying like just focus on the feeling that you're trying to convey even if it sounds like you feel like it sounds like shit because we are all our own worst critic. Like just write what you're feeling. You can always go back and revise things, but just write what you're feeling and think about sometimes when I'm writing, like I take pause, not even consciously, but maybe I I don't know exactly how to express what I'm thinking. So I'll take pause and just close my eyes and just really try to feel what it is. And sometimes I'll have like an image come to me and I'm like, yeah, that feels like when a wave washes over, like you just feel refreshed. And so my next line might have something to do with that feeling that I've, that I'm feeling that I've Mm. connected now to this actual real life thing that helps me to understand what I'm feeling a little bit more and then incorporate that. 
but it's in like deciphering how you can incorporate an outside thing with how you're feeling and get it to make sense that really like helps other people to get that too because people may not understand exactly what you're going through but they might understand the feeling of like the tide washing in you know and if you can connect those two things then you've helped to communicate how you feel or express how you feel um yeah and another thing that I do or that I like to do that I need to be doing more of I used to do every single day and I've yeah. fallen off track need to get back on that track is um like just free writing and practicing non-judgment and I really can't stress this enough like just writing and saying to yourself like I'm not going to take the pen off the page I'm just going to keep writing and even if you don't have anything in mind to say just keep going because it's good practice and not judging yourself and you need to like what we were saying even before we started filming like create a safe space for yourself because if you're writing and you're like oh that's crap like I don't know what to say next now you're getting yourself into a stressed out state where you're judging yourself and you can't flow from judgment it's not going to feel good for you so why would it feel good to anyone receiving it it's like Poetry is a gift, like be nice to yourself. Give yourself the gift of being gentle with yourself. Sometimes I get stuck and I just write, I don't really know what to say right now. I'm just feeling a little bit blank, but I just keep going. And maybe me writing that helps me to think about something else. And then I start writing about that, but I just try to not stop um, for however long I've like set my timer for. Um, and that just helps me to, stop taking it so seriously because it's not as it's not meant to feel serious or bad it's meant to feel good and like you're getting something out and if that's not how it's feeling like again like the hippie state of mind go back to the fundamentals be fine like be calm with yourself get back to a place where you're feeling loving with yourself and then write from there like yeah yeah I feel like a lot of people they might they usually um, they try and compare what they're currently writing or like what they're currently making to the best thing that they've done, and that causes them to like it's never going to be better than that one if you keep comparing it to that because mm. in that time you weren't trying to be better you weren't trying to make something better than your like current work you just it just ended up being your best thing but now mm-hmm. you have that in your mind where okay this is my best work let me try and make something better than this instead of Mm -hmm. let me just try and make another work and let's see what happens no exactly and then it goes back to the hippie fundamentals of again where if you're feeling that frustration it means you've complicated it Mm. and then you can look at what have I complicated it with okay cool I've complicated it with the aspiration to be better than my former self like you just said like that's a complication bring it back to the core I feel like I want to create, so I'm creating. And then you create from there. My my best friend is always um, joking with me because every time I write a poem, I'm like, I I feel like that, like, is there any more left? Like, whenever (laughs) I finish a poem, I'm like, can I write anything good again? Like, is this my last good poem? Is this it? And then like, I'll go on a hiatus with myself because I don't want to write from a place where I'm not feeling like good. Um, and then I'll just wait until I get back to feeling 
good and then I'm like okay you can take this softly and then I write something and it's good and then my best friend is like see you're always like are you ever gonna write anything good again it's the end and then bang and I'm like oh all right it's just you know no one's perfect and even though I say these things it's things I need to practice myself like yeah yeah I should be more gentle with myself more often my last good thing is not my last ever good thing it's just the last good thing I did and just be gentle with myself and then you can do another good thing because you felt good while doing it exactly um i was interesting when you're talking about feeling because it kind of reminded me of the last episode um i was speaking to my friend and we were talking about like what makes good art what makes bad art because like there's usually kind of like blurry lines based around that because art is like a thing where everyone's like oh there's no good art all art is like art is just art let art be art but I said that um I think good art makes you feel like you said and then mm-hmm. um I think great art makes you feel the right emotions that the person creating it wants you to feel so like, yeah and I feel like with poetry that's it's just a stronger sense of that in poetry like what you said um like let's say you're writing a poem about like sadness you want people to feel sad when you're like performing it so maybe you'll speak in a softer voice or like you'll slow some stuff down um Mm -hmm. so they can take it in yeah so they can feel that as well um yeah and I feel like you can apply that to all I feel like all art should be able to do that should be able to make people feel because if you just walk like say if you're in a gallery right you just walk past something like you don't even give it a second glance I don't think that's good art even though it's in a gallery right but it's not making you feel anything mm-hmm. like it's just it's just there like it's just basically part mm-hmm. of the wall it's not yeah so no, for sure yeah I definitely um like agree with what you said like, it's about feeling yeah. for sure feel then yeah it's just it's just the the drawing yeah right like just because (laughs) something is celebrated doesn't mean it's good right people celebrate a lot of dumb shit (laughs) exactly um and also people people do things because other people do them like that's just a scientific fact like have you heard about the study where there were like these lines and they, they were asked um I need you to pick out what line is the longest. And there was obviously one line that was like this long and all of the other ones were like really short or just like whatever. There was one that was obviously very long. Mm -hmm. And they had like, let's say 10 people. I'm just making up the numbers, but let's say they had 10 people in the study. One of the people was the actual um, person who was a genuine, um, what's the word? like a genuine person taking the study and everyone else was like fakes. All of the fakes were like, oh, that's the longest line. And it clearly wasn't. But because of the pressure that we have to fit in with people and to be like other people and not be the odd one out, mm-hmm. the person who's like the genuine person that t- taking the study says, yeah, yeah, that's that's the one because everyone else picked it. Like even when we feel something, <laughs> and we know something, the chances are, you know societally because of the need we have to fit in people are going to go running after it why do you think people are wearing weird shit because everyone else is wearing it 
that no. they probably would have laughed at three years ago. Exactly. Or they probably laughed at the guy wearing it three years ago who made it the cool thing. Yeah. 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 Just because something looks good doesn't mean it is good. Like, yeah. There's a lot of people that look good, but they're like rubbish people. So it applies mm-hmm. to everything. Like, it's down no, to exactly. us. Yeah. There's, there's oh some God. plants that are beautiful, but they're poisonous. Like, it applies to everything. Mm-hmm. I have a line in a poem that that just reminded me of. Can I read it? Yes, yes. (laughs) This is my poetry book, by the way. I love this book. Um, Okay, cool. So this is called Letter to the Girl Outside. Um, And I, I... there was, okay, there was just this woman outside and she was just moving very mad. And she was really <laughs> pretty, um, but she was just having this, like, it was, I'm basically ruining the poem, but she was having, she was shouting on the phone, swearing at 9am, but, and she was like saying all of these words and it was just, it wasn't nice. So that's the context of this line. Mm. Um I double take and see that she is a pretty girl spitting out ugly words. I guess that's why they say don't judge a book by a cut by its cover. Some of the ugliest shops display the most attractive dress up at their windows, but we all know what a sweatshop is. I think we all know that pretty is a look and beauty is a state of being. And well, if you didn't, then you'd be shocked by playing spot the difference between her appearance and the words that I was hearing. That was Adrian poetry. They click the clap. <laughs> click. Yeah. That just reminded me of that. So that was really I, I like the sweatshop line. That was like Thank not because I like sweatshops. It, it was just a really good line. <laughs> <laughs> yes, tell everyone Joshua loves sweatshops. He can't get enough of them. He's on his way to one right after this. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, don't cancel that... Joshua. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in terms sorry. of like performing, we kind of spoke about this a bit anyway. So, um, in terms of performing, like maybe when you're practicing or something, what techniques do you use then? Like, in terms of like, I guess give like the techniques you use to help you practice and then the techniques that you use in the actual poem. So like techniques to prepare and then techniques in the actual performance. Okay, cool. Well, to prepare, it's just like practicing and looking at yourself um, and feeling through the pace and getting someone to listen to it as well. and getting their opinion on like, are you speaking too fast or what have you? Like recording yourself as well and then listening to it back and then feeling where you would like it to sound different. And that comes back to like learning your personal style. Like, what do you want to sound like? What do you you want people to feel when when you speak? Um, And then you can become more focused on that because I'm still figuring out exactly what my style is. And a huge inspiration of mine stylistically is Simon, um, SJK underscore poetry. Um, Stylistically, just breathtaking, Um, that guy. But yeah, feeling through, listening to yourself um, and then, yeah, just figuring out 
what it is that you want to change with love and compassion for yourself. Don't be like, oh, you sound like you sound like a like a rat. Just nah, nah, nah. You know, just be like, oh, okay. Mm, I could slow things down here. Like if I slowed it down, then it could be like, just be gentle with yourself. Talk to yourself like how you would speak to someone that you love. Because sometimes we've been speaking to ourselves just very mad. And you wouldn't talk to your friend like that. So just stop being an asshole to yourself. It's not nice. Um, yeah. And then when I am actually about to perform, um, what, because I really struggle with like my nerves. So what helps me is um, like focusing on my breath. And when you get this like weird lump feeling in your throat, like breathing past it and like not swallowing it down because then you like, gulp on your words and then your word doesn't come out just like breathing past it and like kind of ignoring it and just speaking through it because it's more of like a psychological thing that's happening to your body than your actual body doing a thing so if you I found for myself if I ignore it and just breathe past it and take my time then it helps me because performance wise I'm not the best performer in the world and I'm really trying to get a lot better because I do struggle with my nerves but those are things that have helped me so far and also just um imagining myself giving a really strong performance and that helps me embody the energy of someone who would give a strong performance and I feel like in my last two performances I've gotten better at that because I'm really now actively trying to focus on on oh, <laughs> also um there is this thing called oh, i can't remember the name of it but my basically my mentor for a creative development course that i do shout out shaw icy cow a or <laughs> um she's a rapper as well um she taught me this technique to help with anxiety and basically it's like tapping and I shit you not like it actually does help um I was about to do a performance for BLM Fest and I was really 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 nervous about it and she was just like okay cool try this so basically what you do is you tap just above your belly button like right here like this yeah um, and you focus on the tapping and genuinely it really helps your body to relax because your brain is now focused on the tapping and the sensation that is quite soothing because it's like rhythmic, it's steady where your heart might not be, your breathing might not be. And so because you're focusing on this rhythmic steady thing that you're doing, and she was also tapping here for me, um, your body naturally relaxes a little bit. And then in that space, you can breathe better and then focus on your breathing and then all over your body just relaxes a lot more and I was really skeptical of it um because I was like tapping I'm nervous right now Shah. <laughs> tapping um but just before as I was about to go and perform I was like thank you so much like that thank you it really helped that makes a lot of sense though because it's like your body's out of rhythm and it's like it's bringing it back into like a rhythm like with the tapping mm -hmm. like you can focus on something that makes a lot of sense I it really helps I usually uh sometimes well when I'm by myself because it's a bit weird if I do it in public but like I would block my ears so it's like it's really weird because like even though I'm in silence it helps me like clear my head 
so it's like no it makes sense my inner voice i'm blocking that as well so like that helps i don't know if it would help everyone but that helps me personally like when i just like block my ears block your ears no yeah. that makes perfect sense because you're i'm just gonna get my laptop charger because my laptop likes to die on like 30 yeah, percent yeah. and that's on like <laughs> um, but it makes perfect sense because you're focusing on something physical instead of bear with me so sorry you might want to okay. cut that bit out um i'll just restart my that's all going tits up sorry um, this work from home life wouldn't this wouldn't happen uh without um no sorry let me start my sentence again that makes perfect sense because your body is like now focusing on a physical thing that you're doing to create the peace and silence that you need mm. and so your brain like i said before your brain really can't tell the difference it can't distinguish between what's real and what's not real and so now it has another thing to focus on and so there, that that's a really good technique actually thanks I oh. developed it myself. <laughs> yeah, I, love it. I can't remember why I did it. It just it just felt natural, like the natural thing to do. I was like, you know, you just did it. Yeah, no, it did. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. <laughs> okay, so um the last thing I wanted to ask before um we get into the more like example kind of thing um Mm -hmm. so you mentioned that Shah was a rapper and that's quite interesting because I I think that would you say rap is a form of poetry yeah for sure okay so um like what would you say like where do they differ and where do they meet because Obviously, rap mm. is performed behind music, but you could perform spoken word behind music, right? Yeah. But does it does that become rap now because it's behind music? It's such a fine line. It's <laughs> such a fine line. Like Lay Speaks, who I mentioned earlier, they he does poetry, um, and he's 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 recently started doing like music too. But he's such a poet that the the music that he does to me still feels like poetry, but I'm like, this is definitely also rap. And it's like, the line is so blurred. Like I really couldn't tell you when it stops and when it starts. All I know is some stuff is definitely rap. Hmm. Some stuff is definitely just poetry. And some stuff is just very like, are you both? Are you doing both (laughs) for me? Like it's, I don't know. Like poetry is, is, well, can be rhythmic. It can rhyme. It can have punchlines and metaphors. It can have imagery, but it doesn't need any of that. Whereas I think rap needs or is rap because it has punchlines. But then I don't know because I don't really know what defines rap. Like what defines rap? I would agree that I would say rap has more guidelines. Like, Like it has to go with the music like yeah word you can stop whenever you could start you can pause for like three minutes if you wanted to um but rap is it'll just sound kind of weird like you just yeah music for three minutes and they'll come back um but yeah because i feel like with there's some artists that you can hear the poetry more like um what's the name no name 
Mm-hmm. And um, oh, I forgot her name. There's another one I forgot. Uh, who? Little Sims. Yes, yes, like Little Sims. Um, there's another artist called like Chance the Rapper as well. Oh um, yeah, I love Chance. Saba. I love mm. Saba so much. She's coming out with the album tomorrow. Um, hey, <laughs> yeah. So like, but I um, they even had like a poetry background anyway. So like, they performed like poetry, and then they transitioned into music. So it makes yeah. sense that you can hear that more in their music. But then yeah. you've got people like, um, like Lil Pump. Like, would you say that's a form of poetry? Still, no. <laughs> No. And in fact, I feel on behalf of the whole poetry community <laughs> disrespected. I'm joking. Nah, like what is the difference though? I wouldn't describe that as, but actually, maybe. Maybe. I'll just because say it's some, a simple some poetry is silly and some poetry is nonsensical. But the thing is, I, I like silly music and stuff like that. Like I'll still catch a vibe to it, but I've never seen it as poetry, but do you know what? Who am I to say? <laughs> maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe it is. It's maybe not it's my type of poetry, but yeah. Poetry. It's just, yeah. let's say it's bad poetry, but it's poetry. Right. Like. Subjective, but <laughs> I would agree. Yeah, because, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, you can't really, because you can't say that rap is poetry and then like you cut it off at one part, like yeah. all or nothing. But there's mm-hmm. a spectrum, like. No, it's definitely a spe- It's on the spectrum. It's just for me, probably <laughs> on, on the, the lower, lower end. Of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it might be on the higher end for someone else, but <laughs> not this like A child or something, or yeah, yeah, maybe <laughs> a different audience. A different audience. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, I was. I actually wanted us to. Uh, like make a little poem up. I don't know how we're gonna do it though. I didn't really think this through. Um, cool. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how we're gonna do it, but um, yeah. Do you have any ideas? What okay. Um, a technique that uh, we do in like workshops is yeah. like an observational technique. So you can pick like an item in your room in your real room or in the fake room that you're in <laughs> either or um that you're intrigued by cool a bottle cool um should i pick the same thing or uh no i'll say pick something different because I, I i feel like people compare and obviously you're gonna blow me out of the water so it's like I mean I probably <laughs> won't like I'm just writing something random this is the thing like I really do practice non-judgment when I'm just playing about because or just generally because like because nothing is meant to be good you yeah, know yeah, yeah. just meant to just do it but I find this way of writing really challenging because I usually write from my feeling mm-hmm. and I find it difficult to just write about anything um so this is challenging for me but yeah I've picked this which is an it two pound coin I've never seen that before they give it out randomly sometimes it's uh you get one pound off 
valid after 4 p.m. on all Potsu and Boksu. Thank you very much, Itsu. Yeah, isn't it cool? Yeah, that is pretty cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so then what you do is you use the object mm-hmm. as a form of like inspiration for the writing so it doesn't necessarily have to make a poem in the first instance but just start writing about it and how it makes you feel like yeah okay okay so okay we'll do this we let's give each other let's say two minutes okay and then Sorry, I'm so indecisive. I'm a Gemini, and I just can never decide on anything. Um, I thought of this prompt this morning, um, just really, really randomly. So maybe, and this might make it actually a bit more interactive um, for anyone listening if they wanted to also join in on the prompt. Yes. Um, I thought of the line, normality soothes your supposed emasculation. Oh, gosh. Normality suits your Your supposed emasculation. Emasculation? Emasculation. Like, you know, the feeling of being emasculated, like your masculinity is being taken from you. Mm. Um, So, yeah, I thought of that this morning and I put it in my um, poetry prompts note in my phone um, to write about one day. But it looks like today might be that day if you want to write about this prompt. Yeah, today's the day. (laughs) (laughs) cool all right okay oh gosh okay i'll set a timer then cool and like you can start off with the line or you can just be inspired by the line there isn't any correct way to use the prompt it's any way that comes to you to use it so there are literally no rules so just do whatever you feel and we'll meet back in two minutes i suppose oh gosh (laughs) okay um and remember, don't be hard on yourself. <laughs> I can see you overthinking. I, am. I can see it. And this is why these things are good because they help us to catch what we do and then be like, okay, bring it back. So you're overthinking. Stop that. Just put your pen on the paper and write the first thing that comes to mind and don't judge yourself for it. Just keep writing. Okay. All right. Okay, I'm starting the time now. Perfect. Oh, gosh, time's up. Cool, I'm just going to finish my line. Okay. I didn't even read back what I wrote. I just wrote. (laughs) Good. Okay. It's a short little free write. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. It's not meant to be good. (laughs) This is the thing, like, poetry is just one of those things that, like, it just comes together. And sometimes the purpose of writing for two minutes and doing an exercise like that is just to soothe your natural uh inkling to judge yourself and and hyperreact and be like shit what do I do what do I do what do I do mm. sometimes an exercise like that is literally just to get you into the practice of 
writing calmly and being like, it doesn't matter what I do. I'm just going to do it from this space. So it's not about it looking good or sounding good because you can revisit stuff. You're just yeah. getting thoughts out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> do you want to go first or should I go first? Yeah, sure. Um, I just wrote nothing, no nothing becomes normal without a first, uh, nothing becomes, because I haven't read it back either. <laughs> Nothing becomes normal without a first with a thirst for authenticity. The, the slow fall of dominoes, dominoes after the first fateful, and then I just stopped there. Oh, that's sounding good, though. <laughs> 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 well, let's go. Yeah, to uh, you. So I actually put this, the, the line in the, in the poem. Sweet. Because I thought I was meant to, so I was like... No, you can do whatever you, you want. I kind yeah. of started doing that. And then my mind was like, oh, I don't know what to go from here. So then I just wrote whatever came to me after that. But that's another thing. If you feel stuck and something else comes to you, just follow whatever comes to you. Basically, just do whatever you feel whenever you feel it is what poetry is. And yeah. Okay. More <clears> tips. <throat> go on. So I wrote... Normality soothes your supposed emasculation, but what is a man? Does a man cry? Because if so, lately I've lost my flow. Just mm. me and myself get into war, tar, sticky situations, many complications, many compilations of my failing, of me failing again and again and again. Yes, <laughs> I fucking love that. <laughs> I love that because I Thank felt you. that like I really genuinely felt that and I really fuck with that very heavy you Thank should you. like you. continue that if, if if you feel to you made my look trash <laughs> <laughs> I tried to connect the, so I tried to um connect the idea of water because I could I couldn't start thinking about the water bowl in the good beginning. so I did I connected cry and I tried to connect it with flow and then mm. I said water um yeah and that's it I guess I love that I really really love that so much it was beautiful genuinely thank you thank you <laughs> we should have me interviewing you as the poet <laughs> <laughs> you know I feel good about it because you said it was good but no, I know I shouldn't I genuinely felt it it's brilliant Thank you. I didn't feel anything writing mine. I was no, just no. like, <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, okay, cool. Let me just write and then see what comes. But yeah. Okay. Well, um, that's all. That's all the questions I have, actually. Sweet. No, thank you so much yeah. for having me, Joshua. It's been really good. Thank you for coming. It was actually very fun. Um, very interesting as well because I haven't really looked into poetry scene like that but um mm. now I feel like I'm going to do that a bit more um and I feel like the techniques you like talked about could actually help anyone in the creative scene so like even if you're not a poet still listen to this and apply it um especially what you said about um not comparing yourself and like feeling that was that was that was the key word today feeling 
Yeah, uh, it's always feeling. I am a hippie at heart. It's always like, what do you feel? You're feeling bad. Okay, how do you feel good? Yeah. yeah so, um, make sure you express your feelings in your whatever creative platform you're working on, whether it's music, poetry, acting, visual, um, photography. Uh, yeah, just make sure you're expressing that. Don't try and like don't try to create something for other people to see create something for yourself and then put that out unless you're doing it for like a business or something that's different but we're yeah, not talking about that separate. right now we're yeah. talking about that right now yeah, that's, that's <laughs> that's on the side. but yes uh thank you for coming um uh, for having me uh thank you guys for listening and watching and yeah I have to bring you back. I said I was going to bring you back when you create the um, the zine. Yes, the zine. So Sweet. yeah, <laughs> cool, beautiful. Thank you so much for having me, Joshua. I've genuinely had a really, really fun time. Thank it's you. been really nice talking to you. And I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go right after this. I'm feeling yes. <laughs> happy. Enough, but yeah. Okay. Cool. Sweet. Well, have a beautiful day. You too. You and everyone who's listening. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye. So. Oh.